Hello and welcome to season five of the Ebb and Flow podcast with Solomon Ezra. In this new season, we're focusing on holistic wellness and Hasidic Jewish wisdom so we can each thrive in body, mind, and soul. If you're new to this show or if you haven't seen it yet, a good place to start is the recent YouTube video or podcast trailer entitled Ebb and Flow, Holistic Hasidic Health. In that video or audio, you will hear all about this new season, who it's for, my newsletter that comes out every Friday, and coaching services. Please leave a review about today's show and today's guest on Apple Podcasts and head over to SolomonEzra.com or follow me on Instagram, King underscore Solomon 8 or Facebook, Solomon Ezra Brezen to learn more. And make sure to do something actionable today with your learnings and be sure to let us know via message or social media. Now onto the show. My guest today is Rabbi Ari Enkin. Since making Aliyah to Israel, Rabbi Ari Enkin has taught Halacha, which means Jewish Law, studies at a number of yeshivot and seminaries and delivers lectures in the community by invitation. He's currently the Rabbinic Director of United with Israel, Director of the Halacha Program at Yeshivat Migdal HaTorah in Modin, and a Rabbi at Yeshivat Ashrenu in Beit Shemesh. He's also the General Editor and Halacha Columnist of the highly acclaimed Halacha website Hirhurim at TorahMusings.com. Rabbi Enkin is regularly consulted for halachic guidance and advice by rabbis and laymen alike. He's an author of a number of books, the one of which I speak with him about today is called Health and Wellness Halachic Perspectives. Please leave a review about the show and today's guest on Apple Podcast. You still have time to enter the giveaway and head over to SolomonEzra.com or follow me on Instagram at King underscore Solomon 8 and Facebook Solomon Ezra Berezin to learn more. Make sure you do something actionable with your learning today and be sure to let us know via message or social media. Now onto the show with Rabbi Ari Enkin. Hello, Rabbi Ari. Can you help hear me? Shalom Aleichem. I hear you and see you. Aleichem Shalom. How are you doing? Good, Baruch Hashem. How are you doing? Beseder. Thank you very much. Well, I, I'd love to give you a little background of how I came across your book and wanted to reach out. Uh, given that sure. I mentioned, given that I mentioned, um, I, I played college basketball and after trans transitioning into holistic health coaching, because uh, I love how everything is interconnected, you know, mind, body, soul, and, and wanted to be able to help somebody in that way, you know, not just to, um, you know, balance per se, somebody's physical health with whatever else, but to really get everything to harm in harmony. And last so, so it has always been a, a passion of mine and not just for itself, but it's, it leads to, you know, when you're taking care of yourself physically, mentally, and, and emotionally slash spiritually, everything else seems to flow a lot more effortless. And I'd, I'd, last summer was the first time I went to a yeshiva in Jerusalem at my note. And, sure. you know, I'd kind of had the concerns of, of, of sorts from wherever I'd heard before about that yeshivas aren't the healthiest physically of places and that's always so even upon studying that uh or studying there it's always it's it's become a kind of vision of mine to improve improve the health of listen as i yeah as i write in my book in the health and wellness in halacha the chafetz chaim and the rav kook were very pro exercise for the yeshiva boys Precisely, precisely. So, yeah, so funny much. enough, though, I was it was in one of the classrooms. Um, somebody brought in a couple copies, and I picked it up, and I was like, "Ah, oh, 
health. It's and totally up your alley. Yes, totally exactly. up your alley. Yeah. So I, yeah. I grabbed it. I grabbed it, started reading it. And I love, by the way, how it's, it's pretty much just a bunch of quotes of different sources for each, um, you know, each aspect of health from um, right. exercise, sleep, healthy eating, right? Exactly. Right. So um, that's a little how I came across it. But I, I'd love to hear a little bit about your background and what led to becoming the rabbi you are now in Ramat Beit Shemesh and uh, go, go from there. Wow. If you need my biography, we don't have enough time in the podcast to know what I went through in the last 45 years. Wow. To make a very long story short, I'm a Balchuva. I became religious at about 15, 16, made my ways into yeshiva and then was learning to smicha. And I was a rabbi in Montreal and Edmonton and Winnipeg before making Aliyah about 15 years ago, perhaps more. And uh, my emphasis has always been in halacha. I write halacha books. I teach halacha. I teach online. I have smicha preparation, smicha courses, everything in halacha. That's my life. Bezrat Hashem, Baruch Hashem. I'm in halacha all day long, all over Shulchan Aruch. And I teach it and I write it and I you know, edit other people's halachas for them. And uh, that, that's my life. That's my world. So also uh, another interest of mine like yours is healthy eating, healthy living. I used to be much, much heavier. And uh, I used to weigh about 220. Um, so when I, before I met Ali, I was in pounds. Now I'm in Israel, I'm in kilos. <laughs> so I think, I think in kilos, I used to be like 95 or 100 kilos. And now Baruch Hashem, I'm pretty much maintaining 75 kilos, 76 kilos. So I lost a lot of weight, a lot of trial and error. Uh, and uh, the whole healthy lifestyle, you know, I think that's part of godliness. And there's halachas that people don't know or choose not to know, choose not to follow, mm. forget to look it up, so to speak. And I put together that that booklet that uh, that you've seen that uh, encourages, you know, uh, halachic lifestyle, even in the healthy domain, in the health and wellness domain. Amazing. For somebody who may not be familiar with the, the terms, could you talk a little bit about uh, halacha and hashkafa? Hashka, yeah, hashkafa. And um, what what exactly do you would when would, if somebody's listening, what exactly would it mean halacha of you know health and all these kind of things? Because Halacha is kind of laws loosely translated. Right. Halacha means Jewish law. But what many people don't realize, Jews and non-Jews, is that Jewish law, halacha covers everything in our life from the time we wake up until we go to bed at night. Not merely what we eat and, and what we do and, and, and Shabbat and ritual, but also the civil, the monetary. And yes, even the world of health has halacha with all the great sages from the Talmud to the modern day authorities that all have halachic rulings that uh, are relevant to the world of halacha, uh, of health halachic rulings, rulings in Jewish law that are relevant to health. Uh, you know, truth be told, some of the rulings uh, are only advisory in nature and not a binding obligation. For example, how much to sleep every night. There's a difference of opinions, six hours, seven hours, eight hours, or yeah. whatever you feel is right. So you have authorities giving certain hours. It's not halacha, like God said at Mount Sinai, you've got to sleep eight hours and, and that, or otherwise you're transgressing or you're sinning. No, not all of the health and halacha is like that. But there are uh, things that are health and halacha. Um, overeating is a sin. Not sleeping is a sin. Not being clean is a sin. Mm. And you got to put it together in a, in a normative, you know, Miller Road package and make sure you have a, a well-rounded, living a well-rounded, healthy lifestyle in the service of God, because that is part of serving God, to be clean, to be healthy, to be eating properly, and so on. Nice. So the, the hashkafa is a, a lot more uh, loose. 
and difference of Ashkafa, the philosophy yeah there's a lot of difference of opinion and uh, and that's valid don't get me wrong it's valid um so you, you got to know i mean i tried in my in my book to have a uh, differentiation to show this exact sources so readers will know what is truly binding jewish law and what's more advisory in nature hmm. you know so when you were first um embarking on this well maybe not even just the the book but in your own health journey what sparked it and what what were all the different sources that you began to look for because you mentioned quite often in the book um you have the ones that come up to mind that i recognized often was of course rambam in his the beginning of his mishnah torah like you mentioned a little bit earlier uh the chafetz chaim and um what was it the name just slipped um, Rabbi Cook, Rabbi Cook. You you even also mentioned some. They you said the Arizal. No, I didn't mention the Arizal. No, uh, the um, um but the altar. I think you even mentioned the altar rib and his Shulchan Aruch. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, There's a lot about uh, health and danger in the uh, Shulchan Aruch Harav. It's called mm -hmm. Shulchan Aruch Harav, the altar rib Shulchan Aruch. That's right. Well, that's right. So how how was the what was the spark that embarked you onto the own health journey and wanting to look through all the different sources that um, ah, in, that that's in, a good question that inspire you as well as somebody else to oh this is how I'm should be because it's also a fascinating side note that somebody like Rambam everything he's saying or not everything but a lot of the things our science and research nowadays is is affirming so to speak right. A lot of it's affirming, and lots of science tells us that uh, our sages were wrong in certain areas of health and medicine, and we are supposed to follow the, uh, the the doctors when it comes to you know professional medical advice, and not necessarily the sages. But yeah, some things were proven to be correct, and some things were proven. The rabbis did the best they can with the information they had at the time, and they made the rulings and the advisory uh, teachings that they did. Um, I I got into this uh, going back, I guess, five years, maybe more, a little bit more. I was, I was too big. I was too heavy. Uh, I wasn't feeling good. I wasn't healthy. And uh, I knew I had to lose weight. And I wanted the encouragement from our sources, from Jewish sources. Yeah. You know, I can, you can always put on, you know, a YouTube workout video and try, you know, dance to the video and try and burn some calories, which I, I do uh, recently and regularly. That's actually one of my newer things now is the, uh, these full body workouts, very important, 10 minute workouts, 20 minute workouts. Uh, just this week, last week, I bought dumbbells and I'm doing the weights every so often. Nice. Uh, yeah, uh, every second day, the jump rope. So I'm trying to really take this seriously. Um, you know, you, we, we talk about that the uh, on Hanukkah, how the uh, the Syrian Greeks, they were all into their physical appearance. And they're all into the body, not the soul. It's not that we're into the soul and not the body. We're into body and soul. Their problem was it was only body. Mm. But we got to take the good from the Syrian Greeks, the Hanukkah story, about being in shape. And being yeah. strong and use that in our service of God. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I came across all the sources that talk about things like this. Uh, Rabbi Nachman of Breslov has a lot about proper eating and proper health. That was a, a great jump start. There's a great he book. has like his whole book, the anatomy of the soul, correct? Is that where he meant talks about it? I, I don't remember. I think I saw in, in the Lukate Moran, mm. uh, actually, and maybe Sefer Amidos as well. I remember seeing there's a great book out that every reader, every uh, one who watches this podcast must get immediately. And it's a book, it's called All To Your Health by Rabbi Yechezkel Ishaya. To Ishaya. Your Health. He's that sounds got, familiar. 
yeah, he, he's a rabbi from B'nai Brak. Um, he must be a much older man now, um, who basically, you know, before me and better than me, put all the sources from all our sages and the Talmud into a book as called to your health. Oh. In addition to, to these sources, the teachings of the sages, he's got diet plans and diet ideas. He goes oh. into dental health and he goes into even much more. So that anyone who's looking for a healthy style from a Jewish perspective is obligated to read that book. I get no commission on sales. I don't even know the author. And uh, it, it, it's a must-have. It's a must-have, a must-read. And I've read it and reread it. And that's also inspiration to want to yeah. lose weight and live healthy. That one book will change people's lives. Wow. Yeah. So when you were um, looking into all the different sources, it seems that a, a lot of it is more so guiding onto what's the proper intention and how to take care of it, of, of one's body. And I, like you were just mentioning with the example with the Greeks, you know, they didn't really even um, take, have any care about the soul. But you were, you were saying, you know, we can use the body in service of greater service of uh, the soul. So with the different quotes and the inspiration, how did you then translate it into um, action? I mean, how would you encourage? Exactly how would you you encourage? I don't know you, fully what you mean, yeah. but I mean, I, the, the, all the teachings on healthy eating and not overeating, you implement it in your daily meals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I generally have one to two meals a day at Tops. I'm not really hungry. I snack on vegetables all day long. And um, you you apply it the way you want to apply it. I mean, nobody says you must exercise X amount of hours a day, but yeah. you have to exercise. It's gotta be in the routine. Some doctors say 45 minutes a week is all you need. Others say you need 45 minutes a day. Find your happy medium. You gotta do something. Nice. You got to do something. Yeah. What were the, some of the things that uh, stuck out to you when reading, like uh, on the different topics of sleep exercise? Is there anything that came? Two, two things, two areas more than others. And it's like you said, sleep mm -hmm. and eating. By me, sleep is Kodesh Kedoshim. There are no, there are no, uh, nothing comes in the way of a proper sleep of a minimum of seven hours a night. That's what I counsel. That's what I teach. It's more important than food. It's more important than anything is a proper sleep. If you're not having a good sleep, you're going to be in a bad mood. You won't be able to study Torah. You won't be able to function in your job. Yeah. And you're obligated to function in your job to the best of your ability. If you're lacking sleep, you're not coming, you're not, uh, you're not fulfilling your commitment to your boss to give it to all you can. You need to sleep. There's nothing, nothing more important and more holy than sleep. I don't want to hear from students that they're going to spend an extra hour studying Torah on, on sacrifice of sleep. That's illegitimate. Uh, that's sinful. That's the Yetzirah talking. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Sleep is very, very important. And the other thing that I focus on more than others is proper eating. Okay. Exercise won't help you lose weight. I mean, it'll help, but exercise is not the key yeah. to losing weight. It's what you eat is the key to losing weight. And uh, who said you have to enjoy your food every day of the week? I'm not saying to, uh, to have horrible food and bread and water. But uh, good tasting food is for Shabbos and for holidays, okay? There's no mitzvah to have the delicacies during the week. And perhaps maybe, maybe it's a form of sinful to indulge in delicious foods all week long. You know, again, everyone according to their level, some people can't handle, they, they need certain tasting foods all week. But think of uh, eating is for Shabbos, surviving is for during the week, serving God, eating what you need, indulging is for Shabbos. As the song says, we say one of Shabbos miros that on Shabbos eat the fatty foods. How's it go? The tune 
איך הוא משמענים שתימם תפקים, כי אל ייתן לכל בודדיקים. Yeah. It doesn't mean to be achila gasa, to be stuffing yourself. It means to taste different foods, better foods. Mm. But you get the mitzvah of eating the special foods in the t- with a kezayis, with a small amount of food. You don't need platefuls and platefuls of cholent and kugel and kishka to get the mitzvah of enjoying Shabbos. Yeah. Just even a few bites, you've got the mitzvah. Which I tell you, each to his own and each at his own level, you have to build it up. Yeah. Uh, I'm holding at a level right now that... Uh, I, I rarely eat bread during the week. And the bracha mezonos, I don't think I say during the week, all week long, a bracha mezonos. So that's a good place to start for, for viewers to, to start their healthy eating is uh, bread, cut out the bread, cut out the cake, you're halfway there. Yeah. What, one of the areas that uh, really grabbed my attention and the more and more also I, in my own journey of learning a lot about it was that in, in towards the end, I think it's actually from Rav Cook. You you talk about the teshuva through the body. Uh, here I find it. He says in the last what page, towards, what page? Uh, page 64, it, it. it's talking about exercise Torah and teshuva. He says, interestingly, the first step on the way is getting one's body in shape. Rav Cook calls this teshuva of the body to return to a state of inner harmony and divine connection. A person must first have a healthy body. And, and uh, that I, I yeah. think just was very validating in a way. Um, Rambam writes stuff like that also. The Rambam yeah. also has, you can't serve God if you're not healthy. That's a Rambam also. So I, I think I read it in your book, but I couldn't seem to find it. But it was something about how um, to the teshuva of our day or teshuva of a, a, a tzaddik, something had to do with it's actually through the body. Do you recall anything? That I, will, I will check for you right now. Um, I will, I'm looking right now. So you're looking for a tshuva in the body? It, it almost felt, it, I almost thought that it was saying something like, um, a, a, yeah, some, like, a tsh, like tshuva is directly actually through the body. And it grabbed my attention because nowadays, also, what we're learning is, and the popular book that's often mentioned, I use it just because the, the title accurately describes it, but it's the, the body keeps the score, so to speak. So when you, when you do an actual teshuva, like a return, it has an effect on the body. It translates into how the body expresses itself. So it really- so I'm, I'm, not re- I'm not recalling what you're saying right now. But perhaps you're referring to this article, which I'm putting in the chat box right now, that uh, might be, uh, that article is a woman author, I forgot her name, but I have her article in whole in the book, in my health and wellness book, and she talks about Chuvan body. Maybe you're referring to her article, but I don't think you're referring to something that I personally wrote. I don't recall. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, just in the book, but it could be the, um, what's in, what's in here. 
Yeah, I'll check it out. It's very cool. As you'll see, my book is half quotes from the sages and half articles by uh, modern day writers yeah. on the importance of, uh, there's also Rabbi Samson's uh, on page 63. You, you might be referring to it on page 63 or 59. There's two articles back to back, 59 to 63. So you can take a look over there, Chuva on the body, Chuva, I think is what mm -hmm. you're looking for. Ah, uh, here it is. Uh, way last. Yeah. Well, I found okay. the one that you also um, sent. I just put it in the chat box. Yeah. Oh, it's it's a it's a great book, and it's also different things. You even go into having um, uh, somebody else article on exercise on Shabbat, just walking, right? right. Walking, going right. through. It, and it's, How you could uh, exercise on Shabbat? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's great because often when I when I've uh, given courses or um i talk about just nutrition also it sometimes we can get so rigid in with sleep or nutrition or anything that that itself becomes a constraint of sorts so it's it's nice what you were mentioning and also have in the book about shabbat and also the mindset like how we approach our food can be really important because even if i'm eating like a very healthy diet per se but then i come across a piece of a cake on shabbat or or the challah, whatever it is, and I'm beginning to have the mind, the thoughts of, well, I know if I eat this, I'm gonna feel bloated afterwards, and this right. is oh, you begin yeah. that that actually already begins to anticipate, and it's almost like you're telling your body, feel like this after I put this food in. So it's it's a really a holistic and, and positive way how to have your mindset to also allow yourself to to eat. Those kind of things. And let, let me tell you that I'm happy to send the entire book with its cover for reprinting anywhere in the world, no charge. If anyone's interested in sponsoring further copies, uh, it's not very expensive to print, whether you're in Los Angeles or Australia, I'll send you the file, get a sponsor, do it yourself. It's really not expensive. I think the rewards are tremendous. The encouragement to give to other people, the inspiration to give to other people. Uh, you print these up for two or three dollars a book. You know, you print out a few hundred copies. I'll send you the files and we get it printed around the world. Wow. No charge. From, I think it would be a great least. thing. We could even, uh, let's talk, let's continue this about even um, putting more into the different yeshiva, yeshivas. Yeah. I, I basically run out of uh, copies myself, but like I said, I'm happy to send the files for reprinting anywhere in the world. Same day, happy yeah. to be printed the same day. <laughs> um, as we come to uh, towards the end, I'd love to hear a little more. How do you think we can, based on the advice of some of our sages, and like you mentioned, the uh, Chafetz Chaim, I think it was him in, in the book, one of them, it mentioned that he would um, kind of get angry at some of his students if they were staying up too late. And he would like tell them to go to bed, get some sleep. So how can we improve the, the um, outlay or the schedule per se in, in the different yeshivot uh, today? Well, you need the yeshiva to really enforce rules. If the curfew is midnight, there has to be midnight. And the boys have to be mature enough to, to accept that. We have to understand that that's part of service of God is getting a good night's sleep. Like I said, it's no excuse. You want to learn an extra hour of Torah. That's uh, that's not Torah learning. It's yeah. like the person on Yom Kippur who wants to be a tzaddik can learn Torah on Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is not for Torah study. Yom Kippur is for prayer. Okay. And nighttime is for sleep. It's not for Torah study. So you're doing a mitzvah, hababa, veira to some extent by learning Torah in the wrong times. And you need self-control. and got to realize that these things are mitzvahs as well. It's part of serving God. Well, very nice. We'll, we'll continue that uh, journey and, you know, also establishing, God willing, more also just some physical exercise in the, 
in there, helping, making sure all of it, because it's all complimentary. Hey, listen, maybe, maybe in the future down the road with your clients, I'll do some uh, rabbinic exercise videos. Uh, I've, I've pretty much mastered the basic home full body workout, no equipment needed. I do have some bar dumbbells and I do some of that as well. And it's all doable. It's part of serving God. And if you don't do it, it's your Yitzhahara speaking. Yeah. And, if, and if anything, uh, I think you even had also another quote in there that um, somebody who does all those things, you know, takes care of the sleep, taking care of the body you're able to learn twice as much in shorter amount of time. Yeah, no, twice as much, but definitely you're more accomplishing and you're working more hey, efficiently. I'm just, I'm just sharing is, quote. Yeah. I'm just quoting. Just, yeah, I don't remember. You double it. <laughs> I have to find it. Yeah, it could be. It could be. I don't remember Might the quote offhand. But uh, you're definitely going to work more efficiently if you're healthy and you're well-rested and you're eating healthy foods. I mean, well. So thank you very much for inviting me to be with you. Yes, Rabbi, it's a, a pleasure. And what are all the, you, you have a couple other books as well, correct? Yeah, I've written, uh, I have a series of about 10 different volumes of Jewish law. Like I said, I've read halacha. Uh, you can find them in my books online. Each book is 100 different halachic topics in two to three pages every topic. Uh, I'm working on volume number 10 in that series. Amir uh, The series is called the Dalit Amal Halach series. It's a name of the series of all the books. Each book has a different name, different title. And like I said, work on number 10. And in the booklet series, I have two or three booklets. You have the health and wellness that we've been speaking about. I also have a booklet of similar size about not talking in shul, not talking during the prayers, the davening in shul. And uh, others, little kuntresim, as they say, pamphlet booklets out as well. Nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, if anyone wants to you know, further study halacha with me, they can pick up my books generally directly from me. My svar and my English books are not in stores generally, only available directly from me and uh, be happy to mail around the world. Great. I think I'll, I'll have to be in contact with you and continue learning. Because to me, I, Pleasure. I uh, you know, I used to kind of stay away, or not stay away, but have a, not the best of outlook on halacha, like what, what is it, all this? But then I heard a quote by the Baal Shem Tov that halacha is hariyu lahashem kol haaretz. The uh, oh, wow. you know, like we say it in the in davening, or at least in the siddur of the Ariz, the, the Chabad siddur, um, yeah. right after we say Psukah de Zimra or the the um, the first part, it's the Psalm Psalm 100. Uh, yeah, I, I believe it is Psalm sure. one, 100. I'm just pulling it up really quickly. But, yeah, it says Mizmor Litoda Hariu Lashem Kol Haaretz, and then the, the first letters is an acronym for. For halacha, so it's a Beautiful. very different, uh, different approach. That you know, halacha isn't just laws and whatnot, but it's how to really function at your best, like a, like an instrument, and uh, it includes you know health and all of all of that. The, sa the sages say the most important study we should do is halacha, not Talmud, not Chumash, but uh, the the Mishnah uh, Berurah brings it down, the Shach and Yoradeh brings it down. I think the Mishra Burra says, uh, the Shach says a minimum of three hours a day of halacha study. Let's see anyone learning three hours a day of Torah in general. But uh, as you see, halacha it has to be uh, the primary focus. Without halacha, we don't know how to serve God. Well, I'm going to have to reach out to you to help schedule, uh, make myself a learning schedule here until I hear it. pleasure. I, I, I teach smicha, I teach halacha, Shabbos, whatever. Amazing. Well, Rabbi, it's, it's, uh, it's been a Thank pleasure. Thank you. 
to connect. Thank you again for your all your works, especially uh, this one, bringing different down different sources. Because um, sometimes we we resonate with the language of our own family members, so to speak, of our language. So uh, it's 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 been a true pleasure, and hope to meet Thank in you. person soon enough. With pleasure here in Israel. How can be you, well? How can people uh, go? Do you have a website? How can people check out? So mentioned the yeah. So the best is to contact me by email, Rabbi Ari at hotmail.com. Rabbi Ari, one word lowercase at hotmail.com. And I think my WhatsApp number, you can find it easily on Google, perhaps as well, available by WhatsApp. Awesome. For a lot of questions or whatever. Okay. Sounds great. Lila Take Tov care. in Israel. Lila Tov, good night. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for tuning in and listening. I hope this episode brought you some really great value. If you enjoyed any of these episodes or would like to hear more, please leave me a review on Apple or Anchor podcast. I'm always looking out for topics to learn and talk about, gifts to share, and value to bring to us all. For more updates, please check out SolomonEzra.com. That's S-O-L-O-M-O-N-E-Z-R-A. That's where you can also sign up for newsletters, read about blogs, and hear my different podcasts. Take care.